Okay, here I am at the beach with Tiny DC. This is Robert Wood with the Keep It Dago podcast. This is Tiny DC. He's been doing some real big things in the Dago urban entertainment industry. And we're about to pop in with him and see what's really going on. Tiny DC, what that Dago like, man? man? You already know, man. Tiny DC 619. Check it out, nigga. If you ain't already tapped in, wake up San Diego. Period. You know what I'm saying? Niggas should know what's going on. Okay. Now, you've been doing a lot of big things. You've been offered contracts. Your name is well known in the urban entertainment industry within San Diego County. What is that you're drinking, first of all? Oh, yeah, it's that Don Julio. This is what we on for the night. Hey, this is what we on for the night. This is specific, though. You know, there you go. That's what specific. they on for the night. This is what we on for the night. Yesterday was some old other shit going on, man. Niggas know it's a big old life that we living out here, though. That's it. Okay, so you living that big life, and it's all that 619 tip. Right, yeah. Check this out. Tell us what the San Diego urban entertainment industry means to you and what you've been able to accomplish out here. I think it mean a whole lot, man. And, uh, man, niggas been able to accomplish so much that we ain't even tapped into you. We ain't even tapped into yet because um, you look at a lot of these major mainstream artists and everything, they look to underground for inspiration because we the hungry ones. We at the bottom, man. We trying to figure it out. It's a lot of talent out here in San Diego. It's a lot of talent out here in California, all the shit. Man, we trying to get on, you know what I'm saying? We trying to put on, but we got to believe in ourselves and move like that, though. But on on the top, how they looking at us, though? We bottom feeders. And we got to change that dynamic, though. And how do we change that dynamic, in your opinion? That's a tough, that's a, man, that's a, that's a hell of a tough question, because you got it on two sides. Because on one side, what you got is, we got to believe in ourselves and move as a unit and come together in all this San Diego unity. That makes sense. But then on the other side, we need somebody to make it through the door and show, give us something to believe in. We don't have that. We don't have somebody that blew up out of San Diego and came back and reciprocated that same energy. Gave it back to the community. You understand what I'm saying? Made it to that top level and came back and was proud to be from San Diego. Put a San Diego nigga on. Show San Diego niggas how to do it. We don't have that, so we don't have nothing to believe in. LA niggas got something to believe in. From NWA to the game to Nipsey Hussle to everybody like that, they got something to believe in. Then nobody know what Fourth Avenue, you know what I'm saying, Mozzie Hood and everything like that was until Mozzie blew up and Mozzie came back and put all his niggas on. And now all the niggas is moving accordingly, bro. Okay, now let me ask you a question. Looking at San Diego's urban entertainment industry, from the view that you have, which is a very good view, a very well-informed view, what would you say that the people who haven't blew up yet need to do cohesively as a unit to go ahead and move up the food chain. Keep working. Keep working. Keep working. Um, and, and I believe that, but also what I believe, and you tell me if you believe this, okay. I believe that in San Diego's urban entertainment industry, we need to get to know the people. The right. people need to get to know us. Right. And the urban entertainers, hip-hop, R&B, actors, comedians, gospel singers, reggae All singers, whoever right. you are in this urban entertainment One industry. One umbrella. One umbrella. You need to get to know the people. The okay. people need to get to know you. And we need to support each other and build products for each other and come together and build that unique sound. Right now, there's a big unity movement in San Diego County as far as Crips and Bloods connecting, as far as the essays connecting. You know, white dudes, it doesn't matter who it is. If you're from Dago and you're about this urban entertainment life, you're trying to connect right now. That's what I'm hearing a lot of people are you on that page of course i am man and i've been on that since day one but at the same time the same thing that brings us together is the same thing that breaks us apart because we always going to be san diego and we always going to be compared to la now la is a city that got 
I mean, city is way bigger than ours, first off. So many different hoods, so many things divided them, but they come together. But that same division is what bring them together. Because ours, I mean, it's small, it's small communities and sections. We got about six, 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 seven different sections that split up San Diego. And we take that serious. Like, it's crazy. It's crazy how serious we take it. Where you could be from, you know, 10 blocks away from me. And I don't do music with you. I don't fuck with you. I don't nothing with you. But now LA nigga has somebody to live across the street from him. And, and they do business together. They rock together. It's more tight-knit. They understand what it means to work together. That bond is there. And we don't have it. We don't have that bond yet. Like, period, bro. And, and, and I can agree with you that we don't have that bond yet. But I do believe that at this time, Tiny DC, yeah. we're trying to build that bond. Oh, no, for sure. And I know sure. you're a part of trying. Okay. So what I'm looking for is who's going to be ambitious enough to put together a big project. I see Big June is already doing the footbridge project, is, which is a big project, so, that includes a lot of people that's keeping the day go. Right. And so I know you've been doing a lot of things, and I know you have something right. in mind. So let's talk about that. What do you think will bring us together and propel us into success? Um, it's a lot of different things that that's gonna take, but I mean, obviously, it's not based off of past movements off of what anybody else had going on. We have to come up with something brand new. Because this is something that's been going on for years. We have to come up with something new where it's not just a saying. It's not a hashtag. This is a movement. Um, in comparison, we could talk about, in comparison, we could talk about how for years everybody been saying, you know, Black Lives Matter, everything like that. But it took for something like George Floyd, it took for something like that to happen in the uprising where everybody believed in it, everybody was rocking with it. And now it's on a whole nother level. Black Lives Matter is being broadcasted on television, on the news, on game systems, on everything you could believe in. Because of something that happened with George Floyd where it brought us all together and we all believed in the same thing. So basically in the movie business, what we call that is a catalyst. Exactly. So we need exactly. a catalyst to exactly. start the catalyst and start. And you look, you look, I mean you look at every situation. I don't care what I don't care what hub you talking about, whether it's LA, what's your hubs? LA, Texas. LA, Texas, Atlanta, the Bay Area, your hubs of music go. Right. And you look at your hubs every single time. There's that one person that come through with a new idea and they do something so crazy. Houston, Texas. And damn near everybody look at it like, man, that's stupid as hell. Why would, you, why would you slow the music down and chop it up? That's dumb. Why would you sell an album for $100? Who gonna buy that? You understand what I'm saying? It, it, this, this literally happens time and time again. And it takes us into a whole different level of music though. Of hip hop, of unity. So it's gonna take for it's gonna take some, and I'm gonna go back to the last thing that I just said. It's gonna take for somebody to blow up from San Diego that everybody believe in, that goes and do their thing, and come back and bring it back to the town. Or it's gonna take for us in San Diego's urban entertainment community to come together and for the people to get to know us and start buying so that we can launch careers from right here. And if you're selling 40, 50,000. Right. San Diego, in the county, then other people are going to take notice. Like that. That's like my philosophy. I like that. You other just, people are going to take notice. Hey. And when they take notice, oh, dudes is out here selling 50000 right here in San Diego. I like that. We need to get out there and see what's going on. I like that you just said that because, look, I do something like I double back men and show my album sales. I show, I show my movements, my units, and everything like that. It ain't, come on, bro. Ain't nobody in San Diego doing them type of numbers. Like, bro, whatever. If you're doing it out your trunk, 
you're doing it on iTunes, Pandora, I don't care what you're doing, you're not selling 40, 50,000, no, you're not doing that, we're not even on that level to even talk about something like that, we, we're in a city right now where niggas can run up to the, to the radio station, get your song played, and nothing happens, literally, the homie, hey, I'm not even gonna speak on people, you know what I'm saying, somebody's song was just debuted on the radio, right now, bro, we could, we could go tap in with him right now, you know what I'm saying, like, that's a different level. Where if this was LA and your song was debuted on the radio, bro, album deals, bro. He, he, this would be a different talk. But you would be in a different lane. You'd be on you your agree, way to greatness, bro. Let me ask you a question. Would you agree that once we're able to do those kind of numbers, yeah. once the people of San Diego County know and support the people in our urban entertainment industry, right. and those type of numbers get done, that right. we'll have a launching platform for San Diego artists who are hot, not just for anybody, but for those who are hot, you'll be able to launch from right here because of they'll course. know you. No, of course, that go without question though. And I think, um, at, a, at least out of our generation, let me see, I'm gonna say, okay, let me say the last five, 10 years, we could hands down say, regardless of how many people don't like this man, you think about his music, whatever else, the only person we have blow up out of San Diego in probably the past 10 years is Rob Stone. Literally, I mean, bigger than, bigger than big, where, Street niggas, hood niggas, and all that. Everybody doubled back. It was like, who the fuck is Rob Stone? I did that. I was like, bro, who is Rob Stone? What the hell? Now, what? No, hold on, hold on. But now, he's from San Diego, and he was so big, it was outside of Southeast. San Diego was the eighth largest city in the United States of America, and niggas is worried about how big they are in Southeast. Who know me from Lincoln? Skyline, Brims, Pop. Bro, it was people in La Jolla, people in El Cajon, people in Otay Mesa bumping Rob Stone. We never heard of this nigga, but every fucking six million people did though. We didn't. Now let me ask you a question. Right, you see what we gonna do right now? We gonna turn the page a little bit, and I'm gonna ask you about you. How many albums or how many projects have you put out since you've been in this game? Holy shit. Uh, what we what we talking about though? Like uh, verify albums or? Just, no, just what have you put out? You know, since you've been my in the first, game. Let me see. My first album I put out, I was about 14 years old, man. And uh, I burnt, I bought the little CD burner. I burnt me about 150 CDs. I got me a Sharpie marker and wrote Tiny DC <laughs> on the top of that motherfucker. And nigga, sold them motherfuckers for $5 to homies. It was about four or five songs on that bad boy. And so you started things stood. Bro, we did that, though. You understand? And I'm talking about at a time where, look. Hey, some of my best friends, I'm walking up with a whole CD, like, look, I'm I'm better than, I'm talking, hey, look, these my niggas, though, look, CB3, Trelly Dude's my big brother, all, I'm like, man, I'm better than all these niggas, like, hey, homies, like, we support you, they go play, like, hey, girl, you ain't, you ain't all that, homie, you, you know, keep on working or whatever like that, <laughs> on everything, hey, look, years later, I come back, put out my little solo project, real project I put out with real features, real, actually thought out and put out a, now, now is respect. Now, now we doing something. Now you doing um, something. But to answer your question, let me see. I say about six, seven mixtapes, about ten albums, something like that. Oh, okay, so and, you really um, been doing this? Yeah, they talk. You know, a lot, a lot of people in Dago don't even know about that. You know, what I'm saying with the whole thing with my Imperial album, I had signed a one album deal with Warner Brothers, man, and it was just so restrictive. It was so restraining like people don't even understand the, uh this rap game to a whole different level i literally signed with a big record label bro and i broke my contract you know what i'm saying when my album was supposed to drop they 
basically shelf me. This is Warner Brothers. They have a million bigger artists than me. So when it was time for my album to drop, it was like, oh man, you know, we gonna we gonna wait about two more months. Two more months. Already. And so is that what made you break the contract? That's, the that's way? literally what made me do it because I'm already announced a release day. They confirmed the release day. When the release day was coming up, it's time for promotion and everything. They like, you know what? We're going to push it back another two months. Like, hold on. In my city, this is a big deal. Now, I understand as the world, but that's y'all job. Y'all supposed to be marketing. Y'all supposed to be promotion. So don't tell me that, you know, y'all think that it's not going to bring this. And well, hold on, man. In San Diego, they waiting for it. So what I did, I, I printed up. Hey, shout out to DJ Buddy Bird, too, because he was a part of it on everything. I told him everything that was going on with me. DJ Birdie Bird printed up about 5,000 copies of my CD and I threw my own release party. I don't know how many people showed up, but I know I sold out damn near every CD. You understand? So me breaking that contract, I feel like was one of the best things in my life. Contractually ob obligated, I was not supposed to do that, but I did it because that wasn't what we was on. So do you plan on staying independent or something else comes your way or are you just waiting for the right contract with the right label? I feel like me personally and just, I mean, San Diego, man, we uh, um, take a lot of game from everybody else and we make it our own and spin it in our own direction. So at the time, who I had over me was Nipsey Hustle Man telling us, telling us the whole independent game and everything like that and really broke it down with us. And anybody that's been there, Clubs of VA, two, what was that, 2013-14, he threw me, Yellow Negro, on I Rock birthday party. Nipsey Hustle was really my brother. Nigga, really talking to us. Contagious by Jonah Berger. 22 Immutable Laws by Alan Laura Reeves. Like, this is real This is real knowledge. This is really really something you could break down. He gave us something, man, that's, that's timeless. So this independency is not independent. Like, I can do it on my own forever. But I'm going to be independent to the point where now when I talk to you, I have leverage. Because right. I, I, I've done so much by myself that I'm an asset to you. You're not an asset to me. And that's exactly you know what, what I was looking for. So you're independent until the point where you get leverage. Where it makes sense. And of a course. guy like you, of once course. you get leverage, of course you're going to come back today and go of course. grab a couple of other people and say, okay, I'm really in the game now. Come with me. Yeah, of course. It's a lot of artists on, on some independent stuff where, uh, you know, with Nipsey Hussles, with uh, your Macklemore's that, you know, your first Grammy, uh, first independent artist that got a Grammy was Macklemore. Um, a lot of independent artists, uh, uh, what, Rich Homie Kwan, a lot of people have been big as far as an independent artist, though. But you doubling back and being able to, okay, how do you look at an independent artist? Could you look at a Kanye West as an independent artist when he told Def, Def Jam, I'll walk away if y'all don't give me $50 million. And they gave that nigga $50 million. He's literally, bro, that's, that's basically... I'm, so he was able to leverage I, what he did. As an I'm so big, I could walk away from y'all and do this on my own. Right, but right. if you want me to stay with you, I'm gonna need cash. I'm gonna need money. Okay. Now you compare this to a football, a basketball. Why do football players get paid millions of dollars? Basketball players get paid millions of dollars because you're an asset. You mean a lot to this team. And if you become a free agent, now everybody else can tap in. Now let me backtrack for a minute. Okay. Nipsey Hussle threw you a birthday party. We all know that Nipsey Hussle is a big legend in the game. He is like the Tupac of modern time. Of our generation. And so, sure. by sure. you having had an association with the Tupac of our generation, I'm sure the people of Dago want to know how that came about and what it looked like. I ain't even gonna go into it all like that, but man, look, my brother and one of the first people that reached out to me, man, my nigga I Rock, bro, period. 
I rock hands down, man. One of the biggest. I don't know what. Hey, man, this nigga has done monumental things for San Diego, and I know what he did for me. And as a young nigga trying to figure out my shit, bro, I rock tapped in. We happen to lock in with a lot of different situations. Of course, I'm gonna be me, man, and make you know take it a little step farther and whatever like that. But yeah, I get out all the way to I rock, man. Like pure love and pure blessings, man, on everything. I was about 18, 19 years old when all these things transpired, though. So I rock looked out for you. Big oh yeah, time. oh yeah, okay. period. Okay. Oh yeah, period. Okay. But well, look, when Nipsey came around, bro, nothing but a genuine nigga. Nothing but the nigga. He, what he portraying to be, it ain't a, it, it ain't portrayal. This is real. This is what this, this is who is he him. was. He wanted to give you knowledge. He wanted to talk to you about something. He he saw bro. It was it was it was insane. That was that, yeah. That was a blessing, bro. That was a blessing for sure. And so, do you, do you have any upcoming projects that you want to talk about at this point? Oh yeah, yeah, no, nah, for sure. My name. Peeking at what you got. Going oh no, on. for sure, for sure. Next album is uh, Reality Chasers. I ain't gonna talk about a lot of the little. Um, I ain't gonna talk about a lot of features on there though. But it's crazy and it's insane because it's something a uh, nigga been working on for a couple years though. But it's called Reality Chasers. We double back on him. We gonna drop him. Um, I got about six, seven other projects that a nigga drop him. We got. I got some with Hardini coming on, affiliated to me and Eddie Mac coming on. Um, I can't, I can't even run down what a nigga working on, bro. It's insane. It's insane. But you are definitely working. And basically, if somebody's in Dago, if they have the talent, you're trying to holler at them. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm at your full disposal. that's fair to say? I'm at your full uh, disposal. Ain't, ain't no, ain't no, um, ain't no, uh, yeah, ain't no charging for no verses. Ain't no tapping in on no weird shit. Ain't no none of that, man. As long as you a genuine person, you can look me in my eyes, shake my hand, man, and do some music with me, bro. We locked all the way in, period. San Diego, I love it. On everything. <laughs> I love hearing that. Yeah. I love hearing that. Because okay, I love yeah. San Diego the same on. way. Now, is there anything else that the people of Dago need to know about DC? Man, DC, hey, look, DC is a nigga that know how to play, play his position. And everybody else needs to figure out how to do that. Because, look, I'm going to tell you like this. Kobe, one of, our, one of the best basketball players in our time, RIP and everything like that, right? Everybody want to be a Kobe. If we had five teams full of Kobe, bro, it would not make sense. Five Kobe's on one team. And what everybody going to think, what everybody going to think about five Kobe's on one team, we going to score 250 points. It's five Kobe's. They all go, no, that's not what's going to happen. Kobe going to steal from Kobe. Kobe going Kobe to fuck Kobe girlfriend. Kobe going to run off. Kobe going to, no, bro, it doesn't make sense. There's Chiefs and there's Indians, bro. Everybody got to play their position. Kobe plays his position. The center plays his position. The shooting guard plays his position. Everybody plays a position to get the W. And this is what it's all about, the W. Play your position. Man. So basically you're saying play your position. Play your fucking position. Now, all for right. those people out there who have been listening to you, let us get a bar of what you sound like in action. Go ahead and spit a little something today, though. Yeah, yeah, y'all know. Look. Nine two double one three, sliding all through these SD streets, just trying to get to the cheese. And if a nigga got iron plotting on me, we got the same tools the cops use when they tell you to freeze. Look, jump back in it now. I'm hotter than the stove. They see how I did it now. They trying to be my clone. Chilling for a minute now. I'm about to lose control. No pretending game. I'm spinning. Turn your wife into a hoe. Look. It's money on my mind, so I could I forget? Grind got your bitch all on my dick, and damn, she kind of thick. A couple shots of Hennessy before it's time to hit. I'm in and out just like a lick, ain't got no time to sit. You know it's us against the world, so who you rocking with? Straddle the fence, now nah, I don't lock in with that type of shit. Won't babysit a faggot bitch that ain't about her chips. And even then, gotta watch your friends, these niggas counterfeit. You hear me, though?
It's DC Fall, man. That's lightweight, bro. I'm playing. Oh, okay, okay. Lightman Direct with my nigga Shorty Mac, man. Keep grinding, keep it real, and always keep it dago. You hear me? Wake up San Diego, period. All right, you heard it right here. Keep grinding, keep it real, and always keep it dago. Hey. Always. Wait, what? <laughs>